Hey there, everybody. I am Dan Davidson. And I am Bill Smith, and it's time for the news from treknews.net. <laughs> Spanning the alpha quad. <laughs> <laughs> For all the news on all the Star Trek Zio. La, 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 la. It's faux Aaron Neville in TrekNews.net. La, 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 la. Online at TrekNews.net. You, okay. didn't, you didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, uh, every now and then, I, I figured there's no way you could astound me further. And yet here we are. <laughs> Just, I'm less than a minute into this th- this podcast, so congratulations, buddy, and to, to the rest of you, welcome to the news from TrekNews.net, the Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks, bringing you all the Trek news in 15 minutes or less for the week of April 22nd, 2021. Actually, and Bill, you know what? I don't. Before we get started, I just have to throw this out there. It's kind of a news story, but kind of not a news story. It's more like a memory story, but at the time, it was big news. And considering you have zero memory at all, this actually is breaking news. It on is. The news from TrekNews.net. Did it, it, did it, did it, did it. Yes, it was actually, dude, you're not even going to believe this. It was six years ago, this very day, that you and I sat down, got behind our microphones, and may have had the most amazing conversation with one of the best Star Trek actors out there, Mr. Andrew J. Robinson. We recorded six years ago today. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's amazing that I'm still bothering to do this show with you. <laughs> well, it's because we have people like Andrew Robinson on the show, so it's all worth it when you think about it, isn't it? It was a very early get. We had Nana as episode 10. We had Andy mm-hmm. as episode 11. And they were back-to-back, and they were huge for us. So that is that is a fantastic memory. If anybody wants to hear it, um, you can either find it in your in the Trek Geeks feed on your favorite podcast app, or you can go to trekgeeks.com slash 011 because it was episode 11. Episode 11. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was six years ago. <laughs> okay. I can't put anything past you. But um, yeah, why don't we get to actual news? Yes. Good idea. Um, because you're going to forget that this happened a year from now. <laughs> a first buddy this week. Everyone knows I love me some Star Trek action figures. And these ones that have been announced may actually be the cream of the crop. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Uh, Star Trek figure licensee XO6 has announced the one-sixth scale Captain series. And now back in January, the newly formed company announced its entry into the Star Trek world with its Star Trek first contact data figure. And now they're expanding into what they are calling the quote, decorated captains from across the franchise. Now, while we have not seen an actual image of any of the captains being made, the teaser image that XO6 gave us uh, splash images of a wraparound tunic Kirk, a season five Darmark era Captain Picard, a phaser rifle carrying Captain Janeway, a Dominion War era Captain Sisko, and wrapping up the NX-01's legendary Captain Jonathan Archer. In addition, XO6 has stated that we can expect many companion crew from all the series to go alongside their captains, and they expect the first releases to be sometime in Q3 of 2021. But Bill, you got to save up your quatloos because uh, these are going to be expensive. The earlier mentioned data figure pre-order price has jumped up to $189, so they're not cheap. I'm sorry, did you say $189 US? You Yes. That's U.S., not 
You ass. Sorry, I just had to throw a little toy reference in there. Well, no, just for those people listening internationally. Right. Um, $189? Uh, I was very surprised when I saw that as well, yes. For an action figure? One-sixth scale. So that, that thing better be Brent Spiner shrunken down to one foot <laughs> size, like for real. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously that's, it, it's a high quality collectible. I get it. You and I have talked in the past on Trek Geeks about how there need to be less high quality collectibles with a high mm-hmm. price point and more average collectibles. And um, this does not fit that bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Now it, it's kind of disappointing that we don't have an actual image yet. But, you know, maybe we're going to be blown away when we, when we see these things and they're going to be like absolute perfection and look like exact replicas of, of these characters all the way down to skin tone and, and everything. But, yeah, that's, um, that's a lot of money to be putting stuff in a case that's just going to stand over there. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the, the Art Asylum figures, I think it was Art Asylum who did the Enterprise figures were exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. of the other ones that have come out, I think, from McFarlane over the years. Oh, yeah. The one-offs have been amazing. Yep. I have a hard time justifying 189 bucks. Um, I I think that's a little crazy, quite frankly. And yes, this is the news, but I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> and uh, there's no way I'm, I've, I think I've seen some of the art for some of these, these figures and um, they look amazing, but I don't think they're 189 bucks. Amazing. Yeah. That's uh that's going to be hard to uh, get the okay from the misses. I'm thinking anyway, not going to see those at the discount bin at the Walmart. Are you? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Moving on, Dan, and sticking with the new Star Trek merchandise, specifically Trek figures, another new product is about to hit shelves, and this will be an army of new figures, so to speak. There you go. I like the play on words, and this will be more in our price range, I think, also. Um, uh, Well put. Uh, Any of you... Uh, well, any of you that are our age will remember the buckets full of little green plastic toy soldiers back in the day. Well, now we have something similar Star Trek style. Announced last year before the pandemic shut everything down, Nanoforce is set to release the first Star Trek Army Builder collector sets of two-inch figures. Now, the first two sets are Star Trek The Original Series and Star Trek The Next Generation, with crew and aliens molded in Starfleet colors and the majestic USS Enterprise of their timelines in battleship gray i gotta say man they look pretty awesome for the tos version you're going to get kirk spock mccoy scotty sulu and ahura along with the gorn a talosian and andorian the salt vampire very cool a romulan and a klingon the tng set is going to include picard Riker, data laforge wharf dr crusher and council of troy along with a klingon a cardassian a romulan a Borg drone, and of course, Q. Now, each set's going to run you $24.95, and they should start beaming into stores and online retailers this summer. And I got to say, man, the colors are what really grabbed me with these figures. Those familiar bold red, yellow, and blues really pops. I never had a set of the Green Army men when I was a kid, but I guarantee you I'm going to have these. Oh, I did, and I loved them. Yeah. Here's the thing I think they're missing the boat on, though. I love, I love this product. I love this price point. They need a companion bag of red shirts for like three ninety nine. That comes with like a hundred e- uh, express biodegradable <laughs> um, figures that will disintegrate, you know, over time because they're red shirts. 
That's hysterical. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Now, I will say one thing I didn't say in the initial uh, announcement is they have said that because they only had so, so much room for some of the characters, the first set of TOS does not include Chekhov, which I'm sure you're very disappointed That's about. That's right. Um, but it will be included in a future set, they said. so. But yeah, they look pretty cool. And, and I'm glad that, they're, that the, the packaging of these look really cool. Uh, and I'm looking forward to adding them to my collection of Star Trek toys. Yeah, I will too. I, I can't wait to to set them up on my my cubicle. If there were like a a literal army of them, I would like stage entire battles <laughs> or landing parties, depending on how you want to do it. Not going to get much work uh, then. Well, some might argue that doesn't happen anyway. <laughs> um, and finally, Dan, that brings us to the biggest thing of the week. That's the story that piques our interest the most in this week. That honor goes to Star Trek: The Next Generation alumnus Michael Dorn even if it wasn't what he wanted us all to think it was. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that the biggest thing of the week isn't really news <laughs> when you, when you think about it, um, Michael Dorn posted a very cryptic tweet on Monday, April 19th, that said, quote, just got the news being summoned back into action. Starfleet calls calls hashtag AD. That was it. So, of course, Twitter blew up with speculation that Dorn would be returning as Worf in Picard or some other unannounced Star Trek show. Uh, and, Bill, not only did it kind of backfire, but it also did exactly what he wanted it to do, which was cause a lot of discussion. That was the, that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, um, here's the thing, though. You read it as hashtag AD. And it should have been read as hashtag ad, ad. because I, nobody in the Twitter sphere, with the exception of a minority of people, recognized that it was an ad for a licensed product. Mm -hmm. um, if he had left that off, I, I would have said he's probably coming back to one of the shows, but he would have already been in violation of his NDA. Right. By saying, I'm coming back. Yes. Just ask Jonathan Frakes how that goes. Right. Yeah. I love his t-shirt that he wore at a convention. Now, anybody, anybody who knows Star Trek and, and how things work and announcements knows that nothing's going to be announced until it's, unless it comes through the proper channel. So, and that's CBS. Exactly. And that didn't happen here. So it was not an official show. There have been updates since that tweet came out, Bill Monday, uh, or Monday, Bill, I should say. Um, and it seems that Dorn will be doing some voiceover work for the Star Trek game, Star Trek Legends, over on Apple Arcade, which you may remember we talked about last week. I love it. It's not your cup of tea, but I've been having a blast. Worf was my first character. He's already, I don't even remember what level he's at. But um, the, the second message that he posted had some, some video imagery of Worf calling out a distress signal from the USS Artemis, which is the ship in star trek legends so i'm excited about it because i'm loving the game but uh yeah he caused a whole lot of um speculation for several days which kind of went a little crazy well and let's be honest it was probably whomever runs michael dorn social media now mm -hmm. um in concert with the company that makes star trek legends right because the idea was let's spin people up let's make them think let's get them interested in the game like you said it did exactly what they he and they thought it would do mm -hmm. Um, but there were a whole bunch of people uh, really th thinking that he was going to be on Picard, even though they didn't realize it was an ad. Right. Um, it, is it a failure? Yes and no. <laughs> um, was it was it good social media? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that second one that he tweeted out the video uh, of uh, this wharf calling out distress signal. There was nothing in that except the video, but then he added to that with the hashtag ad. 
So I guess he forgot to do it the first time. I don't know, but, but yeah, I, for me, great. I, there's, there's a lot of good things uh, in this game. I talked about how much I liked it last week. There's not a lot of cutscenes, if any, that I've seen really yet. So if they're going to start adding some cutscenes and maybe getting some other Star Trek people to do voiceovers, that'll be kind of cool. It'll add to the fun of the game. I just got con today, by the way. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think their initial strategy was good. They wanted to drum up interest. Mm-hmm. Um, had they included an image with the tweet and the ad hashtag, I think it would have gone a long way to people not jumping to the conclusion that it was Worf because people want to see the rest of the next gen cast appear in Star Trek Picard at some point. Right. It, it's, it's interesting to me that not only were people going crazy that, oh my God, he's going to be in Picard, which we talked about was not going to be the case. There were some people that were even speculating that this was kind of the pre-announcement to the often talked about, but never going to happen captain wharf series and uh. <laughs> that was just the eye roll moments when i was uh was, was reading those responses uh on the twitterverse yeah and i i glad i missed those because i would have done the same thing it would have been hard <laughs> to really not start typing behind my keyboard so I'm, I'm glad i missed it ultimately it's good to see michael dorn inhabiting wharf in some form mm-hmm. don't get me wrong i i think at some point we'll see him on picard he may, we may even get surprised this season and get a glimpse who knows? Right. But it's just not going to be announced this way. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we saw um, last season when uh, Jonathan Marina were on set doing their episode. Um, he was there. They had a back uh, behind the scenes image of, of all of them together. So he's definitely still involved uh, with his friends from TNG and was there and maybe trying to drum up support for having him come back. So will it happen? Could it happen? I should say absolutely could happen. Will it happen? I guess only time will tell, but I will say it is good to hear the voice because his voice is very distinct as Worf. It's not his regular speaking voice. So that video image that they had, it was kind of cool to, to, to see and hear that again. And, and I look forward to what comes next. Well, and in that same BTS issue, LeVar Burton was, mm-hmm. or, or, or uh, photo, I mean, right. LeVar Burton was in that photo as well. So mm-hmm. who knows? We could see Jordy. We could see Worf. We may not see either of them, and that's fine. Right. Absolutely. Because it's Picard. It's not TNG. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> well, buddy, that's going to do it for the news from treknews.net for the week of April 22nd, 2021. Remember, for all the news on all the Star Trek show, but not necessarily all the Aaron Neville, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. And coconut.